Welcome to the sixth edition of Tomorrow, the Old Mutual Investment Group annual thought leadership publication on all things related to responsible investing and green growth. We've selected contributors from across the financial ecosystem, including asset owners, consultants, asset managers, economists, advocacy groups, and government representatives. The themes explored in this year's publication span issues such as long-term systemic risk, resilience, inclusive growth, green financing innovation, impact measurement, and stewardship. We know that no one single actor can solve for long-term system risks on their own, and so have created this thought leadership platform for industry discussion and knowledge sharing. Welcome to the conversation. Your participation is critical to our shared success. Hi there, my name is John Duncan. I head up the Responsible Investment Team at Old Mutual Investment Group. I've been in this role for the last decade. My contribution to this year's edition explores how impact metrics can be used in the South African listed equity market. One of the founding principles of responsible investment is the recognition of the interconnected nature of the social, biophysical and the markets ecosystem. As a field of practice, responsible investing recognizes the importance of pursuing market returns in a manner that builds long-term ecosystem resilience. While logical in its construct, this message has historically been trumped by the short-term returns focus of the market and the theory of shareholder primacy. The COVID-19 pandemic has amplified the sensitivity of the financial system to exogenous market system shocks, and this has focused attention on the relevance of unpriced externalities like climate change, inequality, and healthcare. As we seek to build our economies back better after this uh, economic and biophysical and social shock, it's perhaps an opportune moment for us to think about the best way investors in the listed markets can drive impact. My article explores the potential for the listed markets in South Africa to play a significant role in impact investing. We are in a world where the old paradigm of risk and return is no longer sufficient and we are rapidly moving into a more context-based space of investing, which requires us to understand both risk, return, and impact. Given the scale of assets in the listed equity markets, it's important for us to start understanding uh, the right way to dimension that kind of impact. The listed markets in South Africa primarily comprise companies who produce their revenue from goods and services that are arguably not 100% aligned with the green economy outcomes. As a consequence of this, a lot of impact metrics that are used in the listed markets are in effect measuring a decline in harmful outcomes relative to, for example, a benchmark. So if, for example, we explore two potential benchmarks that could be used for the listed markets, um, in my piece, I referenced a broad-based black economic empowerment transformation using uh, the BEE impact metrics as reported by listed companies. We made use of this metric to compile a, a portfolio level net transformation score and compared that uh, for a portfolio relative to the cap SWIX. And the delta, the change between the two is our proxy measure of impact. Similarly, uh, when one looks to another potential metric that could be used for impact purposes in the listed market, the example provided in our article is that of a carbon intensity metric. In this particular instance, we use a weighted average carbon intensity metric referenced against the cap SWIX. In this particular example, we showed uh, the decline of the carbon intensity of a fund relative to the cap SWIX, and that net decline is the deemed impact associated with the fund. For investors in the listed market, a critical decision regarding impact metrics is deciding what type of impact they seek. Are investors looking for a reduction of a negative risk 
or an enhancement of a positive contribution or an outcome. You know, a positive contribution could be, for example, the net new number of kilowatt hours produced from renewable energy, as an example, or a reduction of a negative risk could be the decline in the weighted average carbon intensity of a company or of a fund relative to the CAPSWICs. Both instances, these metrics um, would require reporting against a specific target and or benchmark if there was going to be um, some measure of change. The climate example is perhaps interesting for South Africa. Globally, what we see is uh, the EU has recently defined Paris-aligned climate targets for funds to be sold in the EU. For a fund to be considered aligned with a one-and-a-half degree outcome, the fund should have a 50% carbon intensity reduction versus the parent benchmark. It should exclude coal and all primary producers of fossil fuels, and it should the net carbon intensity should decline on average 7% a year. So while this benchmark is relevant for investors in the European market, it may not necessarily be relevant for South Africa, where issues of national policy, energy mix, and or the just transition ambitions would need to be considered. But notwithstanding that fact, it's perhaps an opportune moment for investors in the South African economy to think about what the carbon intensity decline should look like in order for our economic growth to be aligned with the one and a half or two degree Paris climate targets. It is worthwhile thinking about, although listed equity impact metrics are not yet perfect, there's tremendous scope for their application in the domestic market, in particular to help asset owners guide the way their capital decisions have an impact on both societal and environmental outcomes. Given what's at stake, it's no doubt makes good business sense for asset owners, consultants, managers, regulators, and issuers to work collaboratively on solving for listed equity impact reporting standards. Industry alignment on impact outcomes has the potential to create a virtuous circle that connects the responsible investing practices of asset managers and asset owners with the aspirations of South African savers and the long-term sustainability strategies of listed companies. Thank you for listening to Old Mutual Investment Group's series of podcasts, which form part of our tomorrow publication. In the context of this year's theme of building resilience, John discussed how a focus on short-term investment returns has overshadowed the importance of pursuing returns that build long-term ecosystem resilience. Increasingly, investors are realizing the tremendous scope for South African listed markets to play a more significant role in driving impact investing, in particular for asset owners to make use of impact metrics that guide capital allocation decisions in a way that have positive societal and environmental outcomes. To read our latest tomorrow publication and to listen to our other podcasts, go to oldmutualinvest.com and join with us as we collectively work towards addressing these long-term issues.